Hello, and welcome to The Tripper Chain, a weekly podcast hosted by Jackie Robinson and produced by Dana Bach, with some of the top thought leaders in the areas of voting rights, intergenerational conversation, news, and feature interviews with industry leaders. Our goal is to provide listeners with key takeaways and actionable advice for having a better understanding of the people we live with. We focus on several areas critical to getting along with others in a diverse world. By you listening to our Trip of Change podcast, we hope to create a better world for our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren now and into the future. Let's start the show. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, this is the Jackie Robinson Show live from Times Square here at the W Hotel in New York City. Here's my girl Dana, the producer and co-host. And our special guest this evening is Loretta Green-Williams. Oh, yes. We are so happy to have her. And, um, you know, we're going to uh, be showing you some talking about some different things here uh, that we are experiencing as our trip of change uh, here in New York City. But, you know, before we start that, we have to go ahead and uh, uh, shout out to our sponsor, which is Helpful Essence a uh, vegan and vegetarian restaurant located in Atlanta, Georgia at 875 York Street. And tell them, Dana, they have such wonderful food there. Wonderful vegan food. Wonderful vegan food. They have uh, good drinks. Uh, uh, Summer's coming. And you want to take advantage of their uh, special uh, lemonade with uh, 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 medicinal type of ingredients in it especially for seniors and so if you got a hip problem you want to head on over to helpful essence and get some of that green uh lemonade again that's helpful essence you can check them out at helpfulessence.com on their website and if you order through the clover app you get a discount loretta all right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah so excuse me that's helpful essence vegan (coughs) oh excuse me you need to oh i'm gonna choke up I'm good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Vegan vegetarian restaurant in the Atlanta area. All right. Check them out. Okay. So again, here we are in New York City. It's been Yay. wonderful. Hats. Oh, we had so much fun. <coughs> we just got Excuse here me. yesterday, and we had a big day of adventure today. Yes. Yes. And now we have Loretta with us. We have so Loretta excited. with yes. us. Yeah. And so, um, uh, Dana and I had an opportunity to go out to. Uh, see the Statue of Liberty. Uh, we also went to Ellis Island, which was which was one emotional uh, experience. But we also saw and met a lot of people from France, and I believe it because the Statue of Liberty came from France. It was you know part of the gift that came from France. They come, they vacation in New York City, and they want to go and see the Statue of Liberty. So we'll be sharing with you later on some of the fine people that we met from France. Now, we couldn't hardly speak a lick of French. You were getting it going. I was getting it going just a little bit from Mr. Wolf. Shout out to Mr. Wolf, my 
my high school teacher from way back in the day. I did learn a little something, Mr. Wilfred, with that French. Okay. So, yeah, we'll be sharing that with you. Oh, we also had an opportunity to go down to, we saw Wall Street. We saw the bull. Yeah, we, we saw, saw the, the bull. bull. We saw the bull. Okay. <laughs> Your money looked like it might be safe. Okay. But you might want to check. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so, um, yeah, that's been our day here uh, 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 since we came to uh, New York City. And we told you we were going to be streaming live from Times Square. And we did have an opportunity to go out to Times Square last night. That was fantastic. We did. We did. And who did you run into? I ran into my dear friends, uh, Justin and Angie from Portland. When I worked with them at White and Kennedy, we just were walking around the corner and underneath the wow. scaffold, we ran right into them. It was magical. Yes. I, I'm not a big crier, but I started to cry. It was oh. really emotional. Yeah, they're wonderful. Angie wonderful and Justin, friends. right? Yes. So Angie and Justin, if you're listening to this now or maybe later on, we're giving you a big shout out. <laughs> yes. Dana was really moved and happy yes. to see you. And so was I. I was happy to meet you all as well. And so um, here on our trip of change, you know, we talk about the things that uh, impact our lives as we move day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. Um, and there have been all kinds of things that have um, changed in terms of our, our, our experience and our journey. And so we wanted to bring in Miss um, Loretta here. Um, and I have known uh, Loretta for a very, very long time. I met Loretta at Big Bethel AME Church. Shout out to Big Bethel AME Church. Big Bethel. Big Bethel, all right, in Atlanta, Georgia. I think it's like 170 years old now. Look yeah, at it. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, an old, it's a pretty old church. Yeah. So shout out to Big Bethel. But I met Loretta uh, at Big Bethel. Loretta was a choir member. Okay, and I'm telling the story, Loretta. Okay. okay, so they had this one song. Uh, Mr. Brown, if you're listening, okay, they had this one song <laughs> called uh, Look Back and See How Far We Have Come. And they would march down the aisle singing that song. And they get to that part where they say, look back. And I joined the choir to sing with Loretta just so that I could look, look back, back, walk, and sing that song, okay? Um, I didn't stay in the choir long, okay? Because Vernon did you couldn't stay, you couldn't sing. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Okay. And so, and so it, 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 that song, Look Back and See How Far You Have Come, is a journey. It's, it's a life-changing journey that we go through. And so we want to talk about Loretta uh, and her life and her journey because uh, after I left Big Bethel, she and I both ended up where? In California. In California, in Northern California. California. So, yep. so, so, Loretta, yeah. talk about uh, how we met, and 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 that's that, that California. California was interesting, to say the least. Yes. <laughs> we both came to California because of, of relationships. Yes. Uh, the relationships did not work well. Mine didn't work well at all. Okay. So mine ended up in divorce. But it was a difficult time to make me find my strength as well as my voice. Right. Uh, the individual tried to take that from me, my voice, and I had to reclaim it. And with that reacclimation, what I was able to do was to evolve into other aspects of life. Right. Mm -hmm. It brought me into other realms of my own self. Right. Mm -hmm. And within that self, uh, defining and helped me to create the nonprofit organization that I have. 
And we've been talking about that, Dana, and, and, and been amazed at the magnitude of the programs that you have that are helping um, young people. So in your journey, you know, we, we, were, we met in the South. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We ended up on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. You ended up moving back to New York. Mm -hmm. and here I am with you here in New York right. City. So what a, what a journey. And so, so how, you know, these different areas, these different re regions, how has that helped you through your journey as you progress um, and, and get older um, and come to some understandings? What has been really interesting is moving through the decades in yeah, yeah. various areas, which has been very critical. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So if we understand that when I was in the South was my late 30s, early 40s. But when I went West, I was late 40s, early 50s. Okay. And I was there for a while and then transitioning into my 60s, I was back home. What those transitional relationships endured in me was that it gave me an opportunity to understand where I was in perspective to other people in the gravitation of the younger generation coming to me for direction and guidance as I went through my journey. So what's really interesting is a young lady, now that I'm very engaged with, she's still in California, going through some of the crisis I did during a marital relationship. She observed what I did and now is able to ask me and reflection of what I experienced, she was able to see. So she's asking me, how did you get here? Right. So the important thing is not only how, but in my life experience, I was able to get here. Right. She and I are almost around the same age, going through the same process. So I thought that that was really interesting as we go through this journey. Right. How your life experience can evolve to help others get through their life experience. And the thing of it is, too, is they have to be willing and open to, to, to listen because, you know, we have already gone through some journeys. Yes. Right? And a lot of times, though, it's like you have to experience it for yourself. But yeah. if they come to you and ask you, how did you do it? Mm -hmm. You know, if that is the time to lend your wisdom, yes. you know, um, and your expertise, and I think that's what you're doing now that you've transitioned, you know, you're 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40. Now you're in your 60s mm -hmm. and you have this knowledge, you have this wisdom mm -hmm. to be able to share and give back to other people. Exactly. So how did you develop the organization? Talk about this organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Put up a slide or oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about women of concerned professionals, strategic conscious networking, incorporated. Okay. <laughs> but before we get there, Loretta, okay, uh, you might hear some some house music in the background because we're keeping it live up here in the in the W Hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we got it live. Okay, and so this again, we, we this is a triple chain on the road in yeah. New York City. And we are featuring Miss Loretta Green Williams. Do you like to be called Loretta Green Williams? Or you can call me Lolo. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> My girl Lolo. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, okay. So this is her story, all right? And so um, Miss Loretta uh, is the founder and executive director for Women 
of Concerned Professional Strategic Conscious Networking Incorporated, LLC. That's a tongue twister, but as you get involved with it, it becomes easier to say. With over 30 years of community and business development, Loretta sat on the Special Advisory Council for the late Dr. Roy A. Hassick. Did I say that right? Yes, Hassick Sr., mm-hmm, founder and president of the Caribbean American Chamber of Commerce Incorporated, or CACCI. Inspired by Dr. Hassick, the author and executive produced the documentary, Carib Me. Did I say that right? Carib Me. Carib Me. Okay. New Yorkers of the Caribbean diaspora with her daughter, filmmaker Dana Verde, who was editor and director. The documentary expired, uh, inspired Loretta to, cre- uh, to create rather Caribbean magazine, which is a beautiful magazine. It's beautiful. Okay. Um, and uh, where am I? The Asper with her daughter, right? And the magazine, a cultural conscious lifestyle digital magazine. So you can get it online. All right. Um, Loretta's Creative Alliance building exists through organizations that she has established which are the University of San Francisco Sister Connection and the Caribbean Diaspora Professional and Business Association. She is in the process of authoring her third book. Get it, don't get it twisted. So cool. Her third book, amazing, regarding African-American communities in Southern New Jersey that has been recognized by the New Jersey Historical Society. Get it, girl? Shoot. She holds covenant titles of advocacy for human rights and global goodwill ambassador USA. She is a, an, an adorned, a, a, a ordained minister uh, under Kingdom International. Thank you so much, Loretta. Okay, yeah. well, I know we kind of jumped into that, but we want to at least give the people some idea. Who can I? Offer a cheers. To yes, yes. Cheers to, so to Loretta. Yes. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Yes, <laughs> yes. And and as Dana and I read through a lot of the things that you you got, girl, you have been busy since the choir days. Yes. <laughs> 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 hey, church. I say to people like Loretta make me look lazy. <laughs> Let me look at That's hard to do now. <laughs> okay, so talk more about your organization. Okay. So it's really interesting that we talk about being in California. I started WOCPSCN on LinkedIn as a group back in 2009. And that was December 2009 because involved with the gentleman, I had nothing to do and I needed to stay busy. Mm-hmm. So when I went on LinkedIn, I realized there was nothing really a platform for women to really to galvanize other because it was the early stages of LinkedIn. So after that, what I did is a group of my friends that lived in the Bay Area, we decided to start our organization and that's how it evolved. We started out just at a mom and pop's organization, just having coffee, AM Power Network. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we decided that we were going to help the community, small businesses. And that's how we started. And that was its evolution. So since 2009, right? Mm-hmm. And so talk about this, this uh, uh, event that you've got coming up. And you said 600 women have registered. Talk about that. Well, we have a thousand. So what is happening is WOCPSCN. Um, we, 
the great thing, the unfortunate great thing is that COVID-19 allowed us to, we had to do everything online. We didn't have a choice. But we've been very successful in accumulating a group of interested people. Mm -hmm. We have an event that happens monthly. It's called the GSP Convene. GSP Convene. Global Sustainability Partnership Convene. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is where we ask people globally to come together at a at a Zoom call and just introduce yourself mm -hmm. and what you're doing globally around the world. Uh, this this month, because we have it every fourth Thursday, every fourth Wednesday of the month. We had 23 countries represented. 23, amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Um, and the great thing about it, again, the majority are young people coming on and expressing their goals and objectives, what they're doing, and trying to connect with other people globally. So this platform has allowed a global community design. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I think when we talk about global, and we talked about this earlier, and we say, okay, we see a lot of things online about um, young people, you know, that may not be in the positive of, of life, but you're talking about the young people that you've connected with. And Dana, the young people that you've connected yes. with, with your son's school and your volunteerism, okay? And some of the young people that I'm beginning to connect with. Mm -hmm. and, and we see that they are progressive in their thinking. Yes. We see that they are concerned about the earth and the environment and things that are going on. So. We see mm -hmm. that they are concerned about human rights yes. and, and the rights of others. And so it is um, inspiring mm -hmm. to have you here talking about this. And Dana and I are just really happy oh. that we have connected. Yes, this is wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So what else you want to tell us, uh, Lolo? Let's see what <laughs> Okay. So Mr. Brown, if you out there, I'm connected with Loretta. <laughs> so, yeah. so so the, the other wonderful thing about the organization is that we have multiple initiatives. And that's the key. Our premise is always keep it local, always keep it under the, the, the goals and objectives of your community. Mm -hmm. So although we provide initiatives for our members to to produce, they can do it under the premise of their community. Another major event that we have, well, this June, we'll have our international convene, where we have one of the ambassadors, well, he is the ambassador of Egypt, will be one of our guests. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. So we, you know, we do a little damage. We do a little something-something. Um, in August, we have our Women of African Diaspora Griots. Our goal is to collect a thousand books. So we will be at a black bookstore, which is called Sisters Uptown Bookstore, that is right here in Harlem, which we're going to go visit. Harlem. Okay. Going to Harlem. Going to Harlem tomorrow. Okay. So, and we're going to have women. And it's all based on the UN Sustainable Development Goals. They have 17 uh, initiatives there. But our premise is if you do not support the women in uh, sustainability and e equality, the other 16 doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It has to start with women. And we push that forward with everything we do. So everything we do is based on the premise of putting women first. Okay. That's, okay. This is, that's amazing. And so, so speaks to my soul. <laughs> it does speak to our soul. Although we do support men, we, we support men. You know, we don't. I have men on the board. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I have but men on the board. Okay, women, However, women are the producers. However, exactly. Well, we know we need you men, but we, 
we, we, we, we support women. Exactly. And so we thank you, Loretta, for coming on oh, to the Triple Change. This, this, this has this trip has been a triple change, um, and it's not over with no, yet. It's just, it's just getting started um, because we did go out to Times Square and uh, we saw the street dancers yep, last yep, night. Yep. That was amazing. They were amazing. And then um, we still have, we're going to see Hamilton, yes. the play. Yes, we're going to see Hamilton. We're going to yes. see Hamilton and we're going to hang out with Loretta to in Harlem. Okay. And so, and what else we doing? No, wait, I, gotta, I have to correct you, Jeffy. How do you say where we're going? To where? To Harlem. We don't say Harlem. What do we say? Harlem. Harlem. <laughs> We're going to Harlem. <laughs> That's it. Say it, Dana. Harlem. That's what we, we say. Don't say Harlem. No. No, no, not Harlem. We're going to Harlem. That's it. Okay. We're going <laughs> yeah. to Harlem. So expect to see a lot of pictures. A lot of pictures. <laughs> yes. The, the, the trip to the Statue of Liberty today was amazing. So we this is just our second day here, our first full day. And so we've got a whole itinerary lined up and uh, uh, we wanted to come to you all live um, uh, uh, for our, our weekly podcast. Next week, we won't be live, but we will have a collage of pictures and videos of our Trooper Change here in New York City. Anything else you want to tell the people? I, do, I have learned about Loretta's daughter, Dana. I'm a Dana, Dana to a Dana. A Dana, Dana to a Dana. Dana. I was just so interested in her story. I was going exactly. to talk about her a little bit. Too. Absolutely. So my daughter is, I'm one of her biggest fans. Not only because she's my daughter, because I've seen the perseveration, um, the sweat, blood, and tears she put into her goals and objectives. Mm -hmm. At a very young age, she decided that she wanted to be a filmmaker. Not just a filmmaker, but a writer and a director and a filmmaker. Which is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And so she, this story, she hates for me to tell, but I have to tell you. One whole year, she saved $10,000 in her own so she could go to school in London, to London mm -hmm. Film School, or grad school. It was to the point where she had holes in her shoes and she refused to buy shoes. I'd have to send her money and make her buy shoes. She would only eat oatmeal because she didn't want to spend the money. That's how committed and dedicated she was. And she got there and graduated. Four honors. Yeah, chills, chills, chills. Amazing. Four yeah, honors. Yeah. And even now where she is, she is a director with O Positive, which mm -hmm. is one of the most prolific uh, advertising uh, media companies in the country. Okay. She's with them. She's writing for multiple platforms. She's writing and directing her own um, pieces that she's doing. As a matter of fact, she's headed to Europe to start uh, one of her scripts. She wants to do it in Europe. So. Mm -hmm. One of the things I share with people, and particularly young people, is that stay and hang in your dream. Don't give up your I dream. That. You have to work hard for it, but we all have to work hard for it. Right. Stay committed, stay dedicated, and hold on to your dream. Mm -hmm. But know that you have to work for it. Right. It's not coming easy. Right. You're not going to make a million dollars because you got an idea. Right. You don't have a business plan with that idea. You don't. Right. You don't have a track to go to that idea. That's it. Right. Right. That's it. You gotta do it. And you can appreciate it when you go through the things that yes. you go through. Stick with it, and you end up on the other side. Yeah. I made it. Yes. Exactly. I exactly. Made it. Exactly. Yeah. There's been times she said, "Mom, just two years ago, she said, Mom, I can't do this more. I got to do. Mm. You got a whole boy." Right. It's coming. That's why you want to quit because it's right there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right there. And now where she, where she is now. I mean, you know, it's like she's over the moon. There's so many other things I'd love to share, but I can't tell because I'm getting trapped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so how can people get in touch with you? Absolutely. You can find me on LinkedIn. I live on LinkedIn. Yeah. 
live that's okay but you can find me there yeah. my name up uh you can find me on linkedin of course at wocpscn.com of course i'm there and those are the those are the two major places where you can find me absolutely questions i've got four questions for loretta can't rush Oh, we'll go right ahead. We got time. We got time. <laughs> exactly. We were talking about um, Buddhism, right? And to what your point about talking about your daughter through suffering comes enlightenment. Yes. Just how you have to go through the difficult times to get to the good times. Exactly. And I'm raising you know, three boys and, and trying to you know prepare them for this world, and and then we talked a bit about spirituality. Also. Exactly. And so exactly. I'd love to hear your story of. Um, you got, became an ordained yeah minister. i am an ordained minister and it's really interesting because i purposely chose to be an ordained minister not under a denomination mm -hmm. i didn't want to be under a denomination but there were two certifications that allowed me to be ordained so that i all i see it is i can i can uh, officiate a wedding eh. I can marry you and I can bury you. <laughs> I'm good. I can do that. You can do I can that. sign the paper and you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either you're married dead or you're dead dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But the critical thing about that and what I love to share is that we have to be very careful when we start talking about religion mm -hmm. because that's a dogma. That is a man-invented aspect. The spiritual side is where we need to be. Yes. Because within the spiritual side, you will understand that the nine principles, even within Christianity, which is within the Bible, Galatians 5, 22 to 25, the nine principles of a human behavior. Mm -hmm. The first thing in human behavior is love. 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 I love love. Love. Yes. So if I am love, if I'm patient, mm -hmm. if I'm kind, yes. mm -hmm. if that becomes part of my personality, yes. You can't help but to love me because I can't help but to love you. That's the spiritual side. So no matter what man says or, let's face it, race is socially constructed. Gender is socially constructed. Mm -hmm. It's all designed by someone saying, this is what you have to adhere to. What I'm saying is based on a spiritual construct, we're all connected anyway. That's all there is. It's just beautiful the way you explain it. I just really... <laughs> I thinking about this and jackie and i were talking about this today at lunch and you know in new york city you see so many different religions yes and so many different people and how they all can cohabitate here together for from the day walking around town yeah you know, so peacefully and accept and how we can accept yeah. more and preach less well you know the thing about new york you got to realize and i tell people is you could go down the street and you can hear spanish and then you can hear german oh, or you can hear italian French. Yes. You just right. we're so used to that. We're, so I mean, you know, you know, like I was telling Jackie, at the corner there's always a bodega. Right. A bodega is store in Spanish. Well, guess mm -hmm. what? Most of the times you had a Dominican or someone that spoke Spanish owned the store. So you go into it. Mm -hmm. But you could go into a, a shop and get a slice of pizza um and um a bagel. Mm -hmm. Right. Doesn't matter. And we don't believe guy here in New York. I mean what? You look at people. What are you talking about? Okay. What are you talking about? What you're talking about? What are you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> you know, yeah. Because we're so used to living with each other mm -hmm. and among each other, and when you're in this close environment, you can't help but to get along. You don't really have a choice. You see, we were talking about that earlier too. The fact that it's such a close proximity, you don't need a car. You can come take the train. You can get on the bus. You can walk. 
you know, and then that opens you up too to be able to see so many different things because mm-hmm. you're not stuck in traffic or driving. Exactly. You're not focused. Your 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 peripherals are all over the place, mm-hmm. and you get to see everything. And that's what we're accustomed to here in New York. Right. Right. I, mean, I don't know nothing else. So when I went to California and everything was so isolated. That was jarring. Yes, yes, yes. That was culturally very jarring. For right, me. right. You know, or I had to get in the car to go where? To the grocery store. Right. <laughs> yeah. To the cleaners. Yeah. 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 Well, you mean I can't go down the street? You know, yeah. that was that was a challenge. Yes. So, so anything else you want to ask? I do. I have one question. Yeah, do I have do. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so tell me about your books and the one you're working okay. on now. And I, I don't know anything about this. Okay. So, so the first book I call it Mojave Novella. And it's my hobby novella because I just came up with an idea and I wanted to write about it. And so it's about a, this family that went through five generations um, knowing Ernest Hemingway. Oh, really? And how Ernest Hemingway affected the, both sides of this young, the protagonist family on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then later she finds out that Ernest Hemingway is actually her great grandfather. Oh, wow. Oh, choose. Choose. <laughs> that was the first book? Yeah, that was my first one. Yeah, we're reading that. And that, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and that's called in the case of EMH because that's his his, his initials. Oh, okay, yeah. And so she, what happens is, when her grandmother passes away, she sees this uh, in a in a ceiling, in a uh, she finds that there's a suitcase and there's all these letters she's reading. And they're letters to her because her and her grandmother was estranged. And as she reads these letters, she finds out the story about her past. And that's how she finds out that Ernest Hemingway is her great grandfather. So that's that book. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Just her spare time, she's doing this. I'm with whatever, everything else she got going on. <laughs> yes. Then my second book. I'm inspired, Loretta. Oh, yes. wonderful. Yes, I really Damn. am. <laughs> I had no idea that you were just so busy doing so many different things. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So creative. Yes. Yeah, so you you guys need to get on board with Loretta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My second book was based on my experience in California, and that because it was it was framed around domestic violence. So what I call that book is "Killing Me Softly with His Words: A Child of God's Response to Domestic Violence." And what happened in that situation is I realized that as a child, I was always historically in some level of domestic violence and wasn't aware of it because it became so normal for me that I didn't realize it. But my incident with this individual opened your eyes. Yes. Yes. And I was able to write about it. And one of the biggest challenges, and it helped me shift my ideologies and and theologies around religion is that religion was one of my spaces of subjugation. Okay. And once I realized that, I go, okay, well, I'm not going to deny God because of what man did. I just got to acknowledge what man did right. and tell God, guess what? I saw it. Right. You saw it, but I didn't see it, but now I see, see it. And we, that's right. We're on the same page. Right, right. You know, this third book I'm writing is really interesting because it's based on South Jersey's Chitlin Circuit. Oh. If you don't know what the Chitlin Circuit is, tell them what the Chitlin Circuit was. Chitlin Circuit the, is during the time of segregation, blacks could only perform for blacks. Right. And there were just small little hole in the walls and small black Duke joints. Duke joints. Um, Duke joints. That people could go to. Now, when I was uh, in South Jersey growing up, what it was, it was a little juke joint called Tipping In. It was in Berlin, New Jersey, and B.B. King used to always come there. 
So when he would come, uh, we had a sh- uh, crab shack. Mm-hmm. And so daddy, on the weekends, that's how he made extra money because all the entertainers would come through to the crab shack because where were they headed? Atlantic City. And from Atlantic City, where? Harlem. Ha- Harlem. 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 Coming to Harlem. Harlem. Harlem to the Apollo. Right. So there was that whole route. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'm writing about that in the aspect of a lot of people fail to realize that segregation was very critical in New Jersey and New York. And we always think about segregation in the South, but it was very prevalent here in the North. And so I'm going to talk about that growing up in that era. Right. So, 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 so Loretta, having that transition from the West Coast and coming back to New York City, it allowed you to shed whatever that pain was from the west coast wiped it right off and this mm-hmm. and then opened you up to be your creative self yep and so you've been doing that ever since yep yes it did it allowed me to open right up and the wonderful thing about that is again being in a difficult situation and come out mm-hmm. to the light that difficult situation allowed me to write about it to get it out because i didn't even know it was in there it allowed me to get it out right. so but okay now i'm cool with it i mean i can look at that and i don't feel the pain i'm aware of it you set it free yeah so i'm good you know and i'm hoping he's watching so you can see how fabulous <laughs> i am <laughs> I did. That is awesome. isn't that awesome? That is awesome and my last question if i can go pick another one for is your magazine and right. that is so wonderful. Yes. Privé Me Magazine. We started that magazine because once we did the documentary, we had so much more we wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And we realized there wasn't a platform for Caribbean Americans to create that discourse. There's multiple magazines in the Caribbean, but that still has nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, so I'll create a magazine. So the platform is basically around fashion and carnival. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what we address because let's face it. Carnival, an average carnival mayor will spend almost $500 to participate in the carnival. Okay. Or yeah. over. Right. Yeah. That's nothing to see that. Right. And the oldest carnival in the country, in the United States, is right there in Brooklyn. Really? Yeah. What's, What's it called? West Indian Day Parade. It's every Labor Day weekend. It's Fantastic. the oldest. And it actually started in Harlem in the 1920s. And then from there, it moved over to Brooklyn. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the oldest in the country. And you also mentioned that the next one coming up is in South Carolina. Yep. Yeah. April 29th is November. Yeah. Well, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. It'll okay. be okay. Uh, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, there's over 150 carnivals throughout the Caribbean and the United States and Canada. That's amazing. And this yeah. will be one in Atlanta. Yeah. 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 Memorial weekend. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. 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 Okay, so for my friends in Atlanta that I know um, are from the Caribbean islands, yeah, yeah, we want to participate in that activity, and so we will be shouting out for that. Um, uh, Loretta, I mean, oh my goodness, it's just been amazing, absolutely amazing, and so much love, so much thank love, you. so much thank love you. for sharing, and uh, thank you for keeping me on point. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm so sorry, but yeah, thank you for that. Uh, we definitely have to get you back, Loretta. And also, we want you to share with us um, at some point information about your book, information exactly. about your organization, information about the magazine, so we can blog about it yes. on TripleChange.com. You know, and, okay. and promote you um, as a fellow female 
um, that's out here that's doing things that's very progressive um, in the community. And we really, really appreciate you sharing your story oh, and being vulnerable you. enough to open up about your experience in traveling, you know, all over the United States. I've been teaching this girl vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, vulnerability. Yeah. She's been working on it. And it's working more, on but, it. Uh, letting yourself be exposed. exposed and express yourself yeah. the way that you want to be exactly. seen. Exactly. And uh, I always say people want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to be loved. And that exactly. kind of comes back to a lot of the same things exactly. you're talking about, exactly. too. And that comes with vulnerability. Exactly. And, and the thing is, is as you show that love, people will see that. And the walls will come down because they need to see that. And that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons why I said, ask me anything. Like I said, I ain't got nothing to lose. My check goes into my account. <laughs> 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 I, I need to pay. Hey, it's fun being retired. But the thing about it is, 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 again, you know, you move through society, whether yes. it's in a professional environment or whether it's by family secrets, um, and you don't want to expose yourself yeah. um, in certain kinds of ways. And that's that level of vulnerability that I'm learning, um, Loretta. Mm -hmm. um, and as I learn, it's, it's like I'm getting confirmation mm -hmm. from other people that said, yes, you're wonderful. You need to tell your story. Mm -hmm. You need mm -hmm. to open up. And so I'm taking it one step at a time, a little bit at a time. And so this experience right here has also taken me to another level because I remember those days mm -hmm. in California. I remember those days in Big Bethel. And mm -hmm. now we have reconnected here in New York City. Yes, yes, yes. Spirit to spirit. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And like I told you, I love you because I came to Midtown. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. I did not come Midtown. <laughs> she came all the way to Midtown. Okay. okay. All of the tourists are down here That's where it. we are. New Yorkers don't come down here. Regular natives yeah, yeah, yeah. don't come down here. Okay, but we appreciate you being making us special. <laughs> okay. Yes, special. Yes, yes. 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 So, we'll remember this. Yeah, we will remember this. We will remember this has been a wonderful show. Uh, yes. Okay, thank you so, so I much. To say cheers. 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 Loretta. Loretta. Thank you so very much. Yes. Cheers, you guys. Yes. All right, yes. take care. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. And cheers to Triple Change. And cheers First to Triple Change. Cheers to Triple Change. Yes, live in New York City. New York City. What a way to kick off a live broadcast here in New York City. <laughs> Bright nights in the big city. Yeah. Kilo Green. Kilo <laughs> Green. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. That is another show. And we so much appreciate you being here. And uh, until next time. Keep smiling and take a trip of change. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>